Hey y'all, DFoss here. My goal with this Limitless Theory 360 podcast is to connect you with the very people that have positively impacted my life and will continue to impact thousands of others by providing education-based and actionable techniques to creating a limitless perspective on life. What's up guys? How are we doing? Today, I am sitting down with someone that was introduced and, and recommended to me by a good friend and family friend. Shout out to, to Deli Dells. Uh, and he is a fellow podcaster, a YouTuber, the creator of Once a Week. Mm-hmm. And he is a motivational speaker and life coach. So everybody welcome Billy Giannaloudis. How are we doing today? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Glad to be here. But uh, I got to reach out to try and uh, make this happen. Love all the messages I put out there. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, I don't know how Adele came to you with it, but she was like, listen, I work with this guy. You know, he's super awesome. I think you guys are saying the same kind of things, and you guys would really benefit from talking to each other. And then next thing you know, here we are. <laughs> that was awesome. I came into the office one day to film on a Sunday thinking no one's here and Adele is sitting down and she's like, okay that I'm here. I'm like, I'll film in front of you. That's fine with me for the, the YouTube channel. And she took the message in. She's like, I feel like this message was for me. And then as soon as I ended the video, she's like, I really, I have someone you got to talk to. And then she sent me your stuff. I was like, let's, let's do it. Let's run with it. <laughs> That's That's right? awesome. What was that particular message about? Um, that one, it's one of my recent ones. It's called design a new memory. Yeah. And yeah, with what I try and help people with, with life coaching or motivational speaking, I try and like I've been trained with psychology. I got my bachelor's in psychology. I've been working in the ther- therapy field for the past about almost four years now. Mm-hmm. So I try to help people on a psychological perspective as much as an emotional, physical, and spiritual perspective. Mm-hmm. So with designing a new memory, if you think about it, we're so used to the habits of our past, the behaviors, we kind of redo the same thing over and over again. So just like as we do if we have a goal or a dream, we're picturing ourselves moving forward to our future. And so when you really dive into the brain and how it works, how the mind really operates, it processes us through our memories. Our past is what creates our future. But if you're operating strictly out of your past, how can you create a new future? So with designing a new memory, I guide people on how to design this stuff where you actually create your future in the moment and then you can walk into it. And Adele sat there and she took that whole thing in and she loved it. So if you guys want to week, design a new memory. <laughs> That's what's up. I, I, uh, I caught a little bit of that video and that was actually something I wanted to, to talk to you about and bring up because it's something that I've heard Dr. Joe Dispenza talk a lot about, right? And I heard some other videos that you uh, had sat down with people and that was someone that you guys had brought up and mentioned. So from that standpoint, what has he done for you and what have you learned and taken away from, from him otherwise, other than yeah. the past? John, uh, he's been, he's been someone that's very recently made an impact in my life with his books and his, and his meditations. I was never a meditation guy. I was always just kind of you know, I, I come from a spiritual perspective, but, you know, I never understood what meditation was until I read some of his books. Becoming Supernatural was the main one I read so far. But um, I was always trained under Tony Robbins, and that's where I got my life coaching certification from. So I always went his way. And then when I really started to branch out and I found Dr. Joe Dispenza, 
he took me deeper into the mind than I don't want to say Tony didn't, but Dr. Dispenza, like he, he dives into gamma waves, theta, like the brain waves in itself. And the biggest thing that impacted me through him is he, he allowed me to reach my clients on a different level because the breathing is a factor in life, the breathing techniques and everything. And he teaches you how to have these experiences. And like I said, design a new memory because he wants you to stop operating out of your past habits because that's when we truly find depression, we find anxiety, we find anger, and we never know why. But when you can take a step back and really dive into this stuff, you realize I've been doing the same thing since I was a kid. And no wonder you're not getting the result you have because you've been doing the same thing unconsciously probably. But when you can dive into that stuff, that's the impact right there. And then he, he takes it even further to realize like your body is so connected to you know, the world, the universe, whatever you want to call it, where, or God, if you guys call it God, I like to use that as well, where, you know, your body gives off a spiritual frequency, you know, it gives off energy. And we talk about that stuff. And when you give off an energy, you know, what are you putting out there? And Dr. Joe Spencer, he dives in this stuff where it's like realigning your energy, where you can actually make that connection and you kind of, you can heal yourself through his meditations, which like he, like that's kind of what sparked me. Cause I want to help people like that. Like that's been my goal since I started pursuing my dream and through reading and learning his stuff, it's like his case studies in his books, people come in with like, they shouldn't be here. And then, right. They do his work. They do his meditations. They dive into the stuff and they're walking out of his seminars new. Like they're I, one of the ones that stuck out most to me. This guy was paralyzed from the waist down. And he, he, he was laying on the ground doing a meditation in the seminar. And at the end of it, he got up and walked away. I'm sitting there. I was like, all right, there's something here. This is just like yeah. this stuff. <laughs> no, that's, that's crazy. And it, to, you know, double up on that particular scenario, that's how Dr. Joe Dispenza's whole life changed and took mm. that that path was because he ended up in a huge, huge, huge car accident, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. And was told that he needed like 15, like tons and tons of surgeries and had no hope of, you know, fully recovering. And he completely healed his entire spine by thinking on a cellular level, I'm going to tap into regeneration. I'm going to tap into healing and he lo and behold has now done that for himself and now he's doing it for hundreds and hundreds of exactly it's astounding i love it (laughs) really crazy uh i love i love listening to his stuff uh kid that you would probably love to check out is someone that i did a previous podcast with taylor Fakas. okay you say his last name f-a-k-a-s okay in um california forget the name of the town i keep forgetting uh calamesa yeah calamesa california okay yeah and he is really diving into all of this stuff man please gamma uh gamma and theta and beta brain waves and the aura that we are able to give off the energy that we have how breathing incorporates into that and he is on he owns a gym so he's really into the physical aspect of how to tune into change and uh, manipulate all of those things and he goes into a really 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 good depth so if there's something i can recommend or someone i can recommend 
uh, along our age lines, along, you know, our mindset, definitely check that podcast out. That's awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, someone that you may even be able to connect with, right. And talk to yeah. and grow a relationship with. So yeah. From the, taking it back to that new memory um, creation standpoint, where was your starting point? What habits allowed you to break out of the, the matrix that you may have been in? Or has you always been very, very conscious of this stuff from a young age? Um, my story, I like, you know, it's, it's funny. You take a look back through my story. It's like bits and pieces pop up. And I think that happens to all of us where, you know, I like to use the phrase destiny. I don't know if people still use that phrase, but I believe everyone's got a purpose here. And, you know, we go through life not knowing what our purpose is the majority of the time. But my own philosophy, I believe there's a golden strand where you can look back. I have another one of the very first videos I did was your purpose to try and help people figure out the purpose. And that's kind of what stems back through my own habits because the golden strand is like this dream, motivational speaking, life coaching, helping people kept popping up until I was probably started when I was like two years old. And there's a memory of me when I was two years old where I, you know, ditched my family on a beach to go help someone whose sandcastles just fell apart. And that like, I never really thought about it, but then you start to see as my life goes on, it's like this helping people and motivational aspect has always been there. And then, you know, in high school, I gave my first motivational speech to the soccer team that was there. Um, and they took that and ran with it where they were supposed to, if they lost one more game, they'd be out of the league, out of the t uh, tournament. They ended up winning the next six games and making it to like the finals and whatnot. And that kind of like, it kept the, I guess, potential there where it's like, Bill, just keep pursuing this dream. Then, yeah. you know, I think we all go through periods where we get the college standpoint and it's like, all right, you got to learn, you got to do everything you got to do. I feel like sometimes our dream gets put on the back burner. And in my experiences that happened to me, I'd say. Okay. I always knew that motivational speaking and, and life coaching or something, something helping people was going to be there. I just didn't know how, but I would tell everyone I'm here because I want to do motivational speaking. I want to do psychology because I wanted to, I want, I started out as a chemistry major because I wanted to help people to cure cancer. And then it's it stemmed into psychology where I'm like, wait a second, I can help people cure themselves through the mind. And so that was always there. And then I went through where this is where everything started to take off. I went through, I just, I teach people this in my seminars, just a massive period of just pain from every single cylinder of my life. My um, family was in shambles because my, my grandmother passed away from Alzheimer's. So everyone didn't know how to handle that. So everyone's fighting and I'm just sitting there watching my family fall apart. And then my own relationship at the time fell apart. And that was like when we all, you know, we get our hearts broken, which is devastating to us. And then I got the new job working in the psych field at the same time all this was happening. And their philosophy is, all right, we're going to throw you into the uh, waters and hope you swim. And <laughs> I could handle it. But like when you leave those sessions, it's like you're drained. So literally, this is where everything started to take off. I started just looking, just like, what the heck? And I started I, my own story. I went to church more. And I was like, God, like, what's going on? I need your help. And then it was one day, it was a Saturday night. And no one in that right mindset wants to be home on a Saturday night. But I was, and I sat there, and I'm like, I got to do something. And so I searched up Tony Robbins on Google. And um, I don't know what sparked me to do it. I just felt it in me, searched Tony Robbins. And um, usually, when you search someone's name on Google, 
the first thing that pops up is Wikipedia. And in my case, that was not the case. It was Tony Robbins' strategic intervention life coaching classes. And I'm like, and I sat there, I clicked on it, I was like, what's this? To, to help people his way. Uh, they have an eight minute video about what they do and an entire like probably page worth of reading. And something in me spoke out and said like, you're going to do this. And I, I was reading this thing and I had tears in my eyes. And at that moment, I decided like no more. I'm making this happen. And I think that's where really designing a new memory, designing the future started to take off for me because at that point, like I was done with the pain. I'm going to be the person I'm, I know I am. I'm going to stop with all the negative mindsets that kind of take us all down. And I'm going to pursue what I know I can do, which is to help people. I'm going to be the speaker that I know I can be. And then it started with the YouTube channel. And that was just, if you, if you guys look at my very first video, the speaking skills skill is not there. It's not there at all. I'm like yelling to the camera. It took about seven hours to film that thing out in the woods until I got the right take. So I was freezing. I'm like yelling into the camera. And then now it just started to roll on where I can step in front of the camera and just kill it. But those beginning steps all stem from way back with that golden strand where it's like something connected all these things together to now where it's like, all right, you have the building blocks here. You're learning more through Dr. Joe Dispenza. You're learning more through Tony Robbins. You're learning more through every experience that we go through. Just take something from it and keep running with it. Mm. And that's the name of the game at this point. Like, like you know, you, you talk about your potential, the limitless potential that we have. And I like to sit there and I like to think and talk to people where, you know, what is potential? And potential is actually nothing unless we act on it. To say that someone in high school has potential, oh, yeah, he could go to the NBA if he, you know, he's got the potential for it. I'm like, all right, that's cool. But what if that kid sat home and never played after high school? His potential way. But if he can act on that limitless potential, like you do the limitless theory, that's when you start to see, oh my goodness, this was in me all along. And that's the point I'm at right now where it's like every single day I'm trying to do something to design that new memory, design that new future to get to where I want to be. And I don't even, I don't even know where that leads. I just know I'm on the right path. <laughs> I don't think it's our job to know where it leads, right? Because it, it's it's infinite and it, it's not going to be anything that anyone has experienced before. Mm. There, everything, this is a big thing that I've always said, everything that we do is unprecedented. Yeah. Every single thing. You may have done videos, we may have done podcasts before, but we've never done it at this time of day with mm -hmm. food that we ate last night with these two people, you know, in this setting, uh, the day after, you know, time, uh, daylight savings, like those are all factors and there's millions of them yeah. that play into every scenario and everything that we go through. And that just means that each time you act or make a decision is new, right? Mm. It is the opportunity to change. It's the opportunity to create new uh, brain and, and neural connections yeah and that's a, exactly what stemmed my limitless theory creation and, and yeah. my thought process on okay i want to create a brand i want to create something that identifies me and what i believe is uh, capable of of all people and incorporating nutrition and fitness and networking and business and all of those things into one because everything we do is personal. Everything we do is 
a result of what we have done in the past. Yeah. <laughs> in the situations, the scenarios, the opportunities that we've put ourselves in front of. So I think that's why we're we're gonna go way deeper on this as we as we keep going. I don't I don't see any any uh sort of roadblocks that we hit in this conversation. It seems like it's just gonna exactly. get <laughs> but I do have a question in terms of when you started once a week and why you chose to do videos on YouTube versus Instagram or like just some of those beginning stages things. Uh, when did that start and what was your thought process there? Um, I'm pretty sure the beginning date for once a week was January 29th, 2017. And since then I've been doing it every single Sunday since. Um, I posted today's video. Today's Sunday was um, 145 straight weeks. Um, how that started was I remember when I was going through all that pain prior to me getting to um, the life coaching stuff was the videos. And so I'd be in the gym because the gym's always been my outlet since I was in high school. I love and I love pushing myself to new limits. And when I was in those bad mindsets, it was just – I, I just put YouTube on to whatever motivational message popped out. I'm like, I need it. Whether it was, you know, a preaching message from TD Jakes or it was Eric Thomas, just the secret to success, whatever it fell in line when I was in the middle of this workout. And then it really dawned on me, like how the question, how could you get your stuff out there? If you want to be a speaker, if you want to help people, you're the one using the videos right now, do it. And so YouTube was just like, that was it. I'm going to do a YouTube channel and you know, I'm just going to see where it goes. Um, at the time I didn't, I don't even think Instagram had the capabilities it does now with the IGTV and whatnot. So I just kind of went with it. And every single Sunday to me, like I always tell everyone, like there's been like, everyone's going to come up in your life and tell you like, you know, Bill, you probably shouldn't, you should probably quit right now. Like it's not like there've been people come to me, but Bill, like, you know, it's not spreading. Like this was like a year into it. Like, Oh, you think you'd have it by now. And I looked at them and I said, like, that's fine. You know why? Cause every single Sunday it's practice. It's practice. You go to practice for a game. You go to practice for football, basketball every single day to get better. I don't care if people watch right now at the time, it's just like, I'm going to practice to make sure I'm better for when I get the opportunity to speak in front of people. Hmm. And then when I was given the opportunity to speak in front of people it was natural. Yeah. And so, how the YouTube came about was I had to do something. It was kind of like you have this inside you and like, you just got to step. And YouTube was the first thing I stepped out to. And at that point, man, it just kind of, it just started rolling. And there'd be times where like every single Sunday I wanted to make it a TV show, you know, every single Sunday, like, hey, that's why it's like, Oh, there's a new episode. Bill's on today. What are we going to have? And it'd be funny, man, where it's like the first message I think, I wrote that thing out and tried to memorize that thing for a good like three months prior to January 29th. And it was just, uh, that's, that's why I took it. The, for the day I did it, January 29th, something in me on November, 2016, I think told me, um, it's funny. The entire story, like it goes very spiritual, this story, because that's the only way you can describe it where I'm out in the woods trying to do this video with like, terrible camera and like big like poster boards behind the camera trying to read off a note so I can just memorize it. Uh, there was one time, I think it was at probably November 27th. I think I got it. I got the take, I got it. And then 
the wind came and knocked the camera over and the tripod over with five, like five seconds left. And I sat there and just put my head down in the woods and I wanted to scream. I was like, just, just go home. It's fine. Just, just do it, whatever. So I couldn't use the takes or anything. And it was just practice. So January came, I still hadn't done a video. And, um, you know, it's, it's getting to that point. And in those November days, something in me, looking back, I realized it. Something in me said, your birthday, January 29th, your birthday, you're going to do it. But, you know, when we get those messages when we're in that pain, we don't listen to it, sadly. So I'm like, every week, I'm going out there. I'm going out there. I'm going out there. I'm failing, 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 I'm failing. And it got to the point where it's like, it's January 29th. You got to, you know, put up or shut up, right? So I went out there, you know, God bless my mom. She came out with me just to hold the camera in like 30 degree or less weather. And um, we're out there for, it was seven hours. That's why it's seven hours where people would walk in and out of the take. So I couldn't do it. They didn't know what we were doing yeah. and it kept ruining it, kept ruining it. And then I was like on the verge of just breaking. And so I went for a walk and I said my, I truly, I said my prayer. I was like, God, like I'm, I've been doing this for months. I don't get it. Why? And I felt it in me and I felt it in me. I said, are you ready? And I was on my hands and knees. I felt there. Are you ready? And I said, just, just got up. I, you know, I wiped my face off. I was like, let's go. Next take, I got it. And I got it. And like, you can look at like people ask like, Bill, you're screaming in the first one. I was like, well, it was like 20 degrees out there. I'd been out there for seven hours. I had every emotion possible running through me at that time where it's like the heart was pounding. So yeah, I was screaming. But um, after that, everyone's like, oh, so it's called once a week. And the basis of once a week was never meant to be, um, it was truthfully was never meant to me do a video every week. Once a week was for someone watching this to take the message and do something once a week to better themselves. Uh, and then I, I was like, well, people are asking when's the next one coming out and like, gotta do it now. So, so and, and then it just, fixed. <laughs> exactly. I was locked in at that point. So I mean, all right, once a week, like, you know, I think Eric Thomas has uh, thank God it's Monday. So every Monday he does one. Yeah. So I was like, oh. If, you, if this is your dream and you're going to take it off, like let's run with it. So at this point I'm thinking I'm in the middle of year three right now, just trying to get this done and opportunities have come practices come and I can step in front of a camera, do it in one take now. And it's just, it's crazy what happens when you can actually, you know, as you would say, act on your potential where you can just step into that dream or that goal and just see what happens. And I think that's a big point, man. Uh, the, the biggest thing I took away from all that, um, and no disrespect to any other parts of that story, but it was the yeah. practice. Yeah. Practice, man. Every time you act, every time you do anything, you're practicing for the future. You're practicing on one maybe minute detail that nobody else understands or sees or comprehends, but you understand the impactfulness of it. You understand the long-term uh, gratification that you'll get out of it and the long-term potential that that'll allow you to continue to uh you know take steps with it's a, everything's a stepping stone exactly in, uh, smallest conversations of maybe three weeks ago i was randomly walking around and got introduced to somebody new and i paid attention to one more thing or i made it a note to say their name back to them and then all of a sudden now practicing that three weeks ago 
plays into today's conversation and, and introducing ourselves, right? Like those small things people don't see the connections with. And I think once you get to a mind state where you understand all of those things and those things are comprehended and they become part of your subconscious, yeah. you see that opportunity, you see that potential, you see that golden thread in mm-hmm. everything that you do and how you can weave those things together. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. It's so true. <laughs> so what, what kind of things do you get into now for fitness and meditation that help you on a day-to-day basis? What, what are your go-to? What are your plan? Uh, what, what's your plan of attack for those two things? Okay. Um, for fitness, um, my day starts, I think Monday through Saturday, my day starts the same as it has for the past, I can't say the same past two years or so. I, I've been naturally just waking up earlier cause I get to, I just get a bolt of energy every morning. But my, I tell everyone in my seminars, you know, my day starts the same. I created a, a habit, a behavior where a pattern where it just, it creates success for me. Mm-hmm. And whether you take them to the gym to start the day or you take it to work, it's, I believe this is success out of it. So, you know, fitness wise, I wake up every morning, I brush my teeth at like five o'clock in the morning and I go back upstairs and, you know, I say a quick prayer for the day. I thank God for the day. I'm like, he, he gave us this. It's going to be, I tell, I tell myself it's going to be a great day. I go to the gym after that. And I say a quick prayer before I go in there. I'm like, all right, you know, it's going to be a great day. Let's just, let's just kill the workout. Let's get after it. I go in there and I'm probably in there for about two hours, two and a half hours or so. Cause you know, fitness is the name of the game. I'm trying to get bigger. I'm trying to, you know, eat healthier. I'm trying to do the nutrition aspect. And, but starting my day in the gym with fitness sparks the rest of my day. You know, people come to me, Bill, why are you so cheerful? Why are you so like, you're joyous. And like, people are using these great words to describe me, which is awesome. But it's like, I walk in with a, sm- a smile everywhere I go, because if you can start your day on that jolt of energy, if you can start your day with the gym or fitness, even if it's going for a walk, what it like, you know, we've all learned if you ever took a psych class, psych 101, it teaches you how your endorphins just ignite the second you get active. I never took that into account until I actually started to see it where it's like, I wanted to, I was pursuing my goals the second I woke up in the day, but in the gym, you know, you're focused, you know, if you're, if you're doing arm day, you're focused on the muscles, you're focused on sending that muscle, uh, mind to muscle connection. But what that affects, like at work, I started to see my work increase. I started to see my ability increase in just what I'm able to do. The more I read, I'm just like, cause I'm like, I start my day with my mind firing. And in always, whether you acknowledge it, the spiritual route, the physical route, and then um, the mental route, just trying to get your mind right for the day, it sets the fitness tone. Um, then when you take meditation into it, if I have the time, I've been diving more into meditation. If I have the time after a workout, I'll drive to like a, you know, I'll drive to a random parking lot and I'll just sit there and do a meditation, like in the truck or whatever it is, because I want to get away. You know, if I'm, it's, if I want to get to the woods, I'll go to the woods or something like that. But the breathing technique I've really started to see probably over the last two months has affected me in different ways. And it's sparked my energy tremendously. And I think I started to pursue the meditation routes. Um, I'd probably say lastly, because I started with, um, fitness and then I found out what 
the spiritual side of it was with prayer. And then I found out what meditation was with the mental perspective. So if you're someone listening to this right now and you're struggling, if it's mentally, meditation, re, I really believe it realigns your mind. You know, prayer, people talk about how prayer, praying is for your spirit. And I believe praying goes for everything. But meditation, I really have seen myself and people I teach this stuff to receive healing because they're realigning their mind through the breathing techniques, through everything. And, you know, you, sadly, you look at the world we live in today. I work in the psych field. You know, I help inner city kids and families in Brockton, Massachusetts, which is not the best city. But these kids are just struggling with depression, anxiety, and the whole nine yards. And that's a kid. And so if you take that, when that kid gets older, like we see in the, you know, just our day-to-day lives that people work with, everyone's dealing with something mentally. And it's sad how, how much it's popping up. But I think meditations could be a route to that. I think physically, I think I, I love the gym. I tell everyone, if you want to get on a health kick, I'll write you up a workout plan right now. I'll dive into a nutrition plan and teach you something right now. And they can take and run with it. But the mental side of that's a whole factor that like, if you don't have the mental capacity to go after something, where's it going to be? But meditation comes into that with giving you that mental factor. True. Uh, that's a good point. I, you you may be able to go to the gym for a week, but if you don't have the mental discipline or capacity to continue to one, understand how that's influencing you on a day-to-day basis and see the changes, or just to realize that maybe I haven't seen changes yet, but I know two weeks out, those things will start to come to fruition. It's yep. not going to stick to it. Um, Cause people just don't prioritize those things. But I like the way you look at the morning as let me bang out spiritually, physically, and mentally one thing that will push me in that good direction that'll help me feel more aligned before I step out into the world and have to deal with others. And uh, one thing that I am big on and I try to do with all of my clients and I try to put together for myself is after my workouts doing breathing work and meditation work nice. and even if it's like three to five minutes the some of my clients they will be all wound up right they'll come in for the workout after work and they're all wound up my goal is to put them in a position where they can physically release some of that emotionally release some of that and then walk out of the gym in a much healthier mind state than when they walked in. And the biggest thing that I do for most of my clients is at the end, we'll save like five minutes and get into some deep breathing. Even if it's just basic, uh, I call it LT33 breathing. Nice. Three seconds in, three seconds out, and hold for three seconds. And that's kind of the precursor to your box breathing with them. Um, sure you probably know of right yeah four by four breathing and then you get into other things like uh, with some people i'll do wim hof with some people i'll do other things but for example three by three for a starter i put three time three minutes on the clock and i'll just say hey lay down get in a comfortable position usually a hook lying position and three seconds in three seconds out three second hold and they may be go maybe going into it directly after we got off the bike or after we did a high intensity interval circuit and 
they're like breathing super, super heavy. And by the end of it, completely calmed down, de-stressed, like, yeah, you can see their shoulders sit into their actual sockets and those things, right. When people like sit up and look at you and they're like, you can just feel a different aura. Yeah. Those things make a huge difference. And I think it's super overlooked. And if you can do that before you step out into the world, right. you're creating a new memory, you're creating a, a new approach to everything that you're going to encounter on that day. Exactly. Because you got to get yourself ready. Because, you know, you never know what's going to happen when you step out the door. But no. if you can yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, you're ready. You know? You build that resilience. Yeah, exactly. You're battle ready. You never know what's going to be out there. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen when you walk out the door. That's for sure. Especially up there, weather-wise, you never yep. know. Exactly. Um, so that's, that's one thing that you guys are starting to get into now with the winter is mm-hmm. like seasonal depression disorder, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that something that you've seen people deal with or that you know you know, people are struggling with and people come to you with more often during this time of year? Like, how does that play into yeah. what you're doing? It, no, it's a, it's a massive factor. And I see it more often with the clients that I, I mentor for because it's therapeutic mentoring. So kids are coming to you with therapeutic problems. Mm-hmm. And there are so many teenagers that I work with for the past, since I've had this job, that come to me with claiming they're depressed, claiming blaming it on seasonal depression and everything. And, you know, I, it's seasonal depression. It is a factor because, you know, you can take it to a science perspective where, you know, we have no daylight anymore. You know, it's dark the majority of the day it's freezing. You know, you step outside, you hit with that, you know, that wind, the cold hits your face. It's not fun. You know, you gotta, you gotta do the extra stuff for the the joy in the morning, but Um, I find, bless you, (laughs) seasonal depression, I find more often and to do it, I take it on such a base level where I just try and snap people out of it. You know, there I've had, (laughs) I hope this client watches this. I can't say their name because of HIPAA reasons, but, um, I hope they watch this because this kid would come to me. He's a 16 year old kid blaming seasonal depression, blaming his depressed year round seasonal depression. I go, but that's not the case. Like seasonal depression is seasonal. Like, and. So you come to me with all these problems and um, you could see just as you kind of just described with the breathing technique, you know, you see their shoulders drop and everything. This kid would be hunched over the whole nine yards. He's telling me about his depression. And I go, all right, man. And I would, I, I would do something every single session to break this kid out of his habit. And I would emphasize that to him. He would never believe me that he was having fun. He would never believe me if he smiled, if he was laughing at something I did. And for that, even, I don't care if it was a split second where you were happy. If you are happy in that split second, your depression is gone for that split second. And it's only how you think about it if you fall back into that depression. So if seasonal depression or depression in general, I believe you're sending the same thoughts through your mind and you're seeing the same things every single day that are not creating some ounce of joy in you. Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, let's snap, let's break that habit. Let's snap out of it. So if it's a kid or it's an adult that I'm working with for a client, I, I'll do something, even if it's to make them laugh. And I'll catch them and I'll be, they'll be like, hey, what are we doing? I'm like, what? And like, what'd you just do? I don't know. I was like, you smiled. But you just took 20 minutes to tell me how sad you were, but you smiled. What made you smile? And then in that, even if it was for one second, 
I can dive into their mind to try and figure out what they thought of in that moment. And something in there brought them joy. And we can expand that so they can take that into every day. And whether that's kind of what we just talked about, your morning routine. If that's how you start your day, where if you can find something to make you laugh during the day, or if you can find something, if you wake up every single morning and see a picture of your family, see a picture of your kids, whatever it is, believe that, that like, you have that in your life. We focus so much, you know, the newest video I just did, Living in Abundance with uh, Tyler Bronda. He's a great guy. He's got his own podcast as well. Um, living in Abundance. And in that, I describe to people how we live in a world right now where we're constantly picking. I want more. I need more. I need more. I need more. And it causes us to point the finger at everyone else where we go, I want that, I want that. But we, if you're constantly in a mood where you need everything else, you're going to be depressed because you're not seeing what you truly have in you and you truly have around you. If you can come at everything from the mindset like, I have everything I need right now, that does two things. Two, I will, one, I, that opens up a blessing for you. And I believe that something's going to come great into your life because you switched your mindset. Two, you start to see yourself really, I'm good. You know, I have everything I need right now. I don't need more. Let's just go about the day. You can't be depressed if you're beautifully happy with what you have now. I don't care if you're, if you're someone that still has a flip phone. You've got a phone. It's just like, you know, <laughs> someone that's just like, you know, oh, I want the brand new you know, Lamborghini. But you got something with four wheels that, yes, it creaks when you drive, but you got four wheels to get point A to point B. You got to take that step back and see everything from a, a little minute perspective to see how great it actually is. So when people come at me to, from a seasonal depression or a depression standpoint, I take that thing so, so precise as I can where I can just expand it for them. And it helps. It really helps to bring joy into your life to see what you have now. That's a great point, man. I like that. Um, it's all about figuring out that split second. That, yeah. that caused some sort of dopamine release what was it you know yeah. and you said maybe it's a picture of your family or maybe it is um you know doing jumping jacks or yeah. Yeah. doing something that brings you back to your childhood i was watching the video with uh your buddy steve yeah all right and it was funny i picked up on this really quickly he had this very very like stern face right for the first mm -hmm. like, while you did your introduction and probably the first um i would say like 15 seconds yeah. that he was talking and all of a sudden what made him actually smile and break out of that was he started talking about someone that he used to look to for exactly. for guidance yeah yeah, and it made me think really quickly. So many times, if you go back to uh, memories like childhood memories of TV shows you watched, or um, you know, little uh, like weekend vacations that you went on, or, or little adventures that you went on, or games that you played with other kids, all yeah. of those things like recess those things can so instantaneously bring you out of a place like that. And exactly. for me too, I have a photo album of um, all like family pictures and events and stuff. And sometimes I just look through it, like yeah. especially on weekends when I'm not, you know, as precise and, and, and uh, diluted with my time. I, I'll look through it and just kind of like 
oh, I remember that day. That was funny. That was, that was awesome. Exactly. It, it goes such a long way. So I think that's a great point and, and something to, to point out is you can't be depressed if you are laughing. You can't be depressed if you are, you know, A, B, or C, whatever it may be. And how can you, on a chemical standpoint, release those same hormones and those same things that take you out of that space? Exactly. And um, in my life coaching trainings through Tony Robbins, he taught us how, you know, he says it in his seminars, you can look him up on YouTube and anything like that. He'll say this as well. How, how fast is it? How fast can you change your state? And everyone's sitting there like dumbfounded, like, well, I don't know. That's how fast you literally just like that. And he teaches us all these interventions that I use to help my clients where if you can change the thought you're thinking of, if you can change the, the language you're speaking in the last one, it's called the triad. The third piece is your posture and your, what your body is actually doing, your body language. And so those three components in our minds create our states. So if you can change the language you're speaking, if you're depressed, you're going to notice or someone's going to notice for you, you're speaking very negatively or a monotone and it's just down and the day's never good. And even as I said that, if you look in that video, my entire posture drops. My mindset had to, my thoughts had to go somewhere where I had to say, the day's never good, seasonal depression, it's cold out here. If you notice when, like I see this in my clients, the body posture, the language, I can switch that. And I try and teach my clients this. And usually the teenagers get so upset at me because they want to have their moment of depression because they want, they want the attention. You got to give them the attention. Yeah. But if you can dis dissect it, like, all right, what are you thinking on? All right, how did you just describe what you were thinking on? Very natively. Look at your body. Let's bring that up. That's why in the gym, you see people, they're working their body. They're trying to get that posture. They want everything to be realigned. So those three components are so powerful and we never look at them. You know, we'll look at one, a, ther a therapist will look at, all right, what are you thinking of? Well, all right, let's take that deeper. What are you talking about? What's your language? And three, all right, pick your body up, pick your back up. Let's go for a run. Like you said, 10 jumping jacks. What that does to your brain, you can't, you're going to be upset if you're someone that doesn't like to do jumping jacks, but you're going to be happy for it because you did 10 jumping jacks. You know, it all works together. Dude, uh, a bigger, big thing, sorry, that I always talk about too is the language. Yeah. That, that is something that's so overlooked and every, I've trained my mind to pick those things out whenever anybody talks and mm -hmm. I hear, I can't, I need, or I love followed by some stupid celebrity or some unrealistic and unnecessary piece of material there's you're attaching yourself to these feelings yeah and these emotions right yeah and subconsciously you're telling your brain that that is nothing else will satisfy yeah exactly. the way i think of it is also with time right like our, our potential is limited by one thing mm -hmm. and that's time which we have no control over yeah we do have the ability to spend our time as efficiently and as knowingly as possible, right? We can't control when our time here ends in this physical state, yep. but we can control how we spend our time in this physical state. So when, when people say, I can't wait until, 
right? It's, it's a, it's a saying, it's an accepted way to express what you think you need, want, and love right now, but it's not happening right now. Yeah. And that puts you in a state that everything from that point that you said it until that thing occurs is not going to be good enough. It's not going to fulfill you. And it's not going to create that emotion and that feeling that you are seeking, that you are wanting. Yeah. Those things from a, from a, a language standpoint make such a big difference and taking those out of your vocabulary can just change your yeah. life instantaneously. It's so true. It is. Yeah. So are there any other things from your standpoint that, when someone comes to you with an issue that you're very quick to pick up on or very quick to seek out? Um, I definitely look at the language. I try to picture or just, I always ask, you know, I ask the, I try to ask different questions. You know, I think I have an entire video on questions I did probably about a month ago as well that I think was one of my more powerful messages because it just, you know, your state, comes down to, yes, your body language, yes, your language that you're speaking to yourself, yes, your thoughts. But what questions are you asking yourself? And if you take it down to the point where every single question is a thought, or every single thought is a question, I should say, every single thought's a question that you have. You know, if every single thought's a question, all right, let's take that deeper. What are my thoughts? And that comes back to the triad aspect. But when, I'm, when someone's bringing me a problem or it's a new client, I'm like, all right, what are, you, what are your goals? Let's try and figure this out. And either they can't tell me or they don't know how to describe it. I got to switch up the questions I ask. If you can ask more precise question to get to what's actually going on, it's crazy the answers you get. And, you know, in my seminars, I teach this to people where, you know, Tony Robbins teaches this is probably why I teach in my seminars, but why do you ask these questions or how can I ask a better question? So, you know, you can even teach it too. When you're, I like to, I like, I keep mentioning, I go on a spiritual perspective as well. When you're saying a prayer, aren't you talking to God and asking for a question? You bring him something. All right. Well, what did you ask? And if you're asking yourself, you're asking someone, you know, why, why, why does today have to be so bad? You're already implying that today is bad. All right. Why, why is today going to be so great? Well, you're going to be on the lookout for what's so great about today. And that's, like you said, their language, the switch, that little tiny word was such a magnifying switch that it can just eradicate your day in such a powerful way. It's incredible. It, yeah. It is. I, I like that. Because um, the, the, the precision of questions is an art. It's definitely yeah. an art form. And it's something that we're both practicing right now as yeah. we do our podcast, right? As we have interviews and as we talk to new people. And working with the general public, you realize that a lot of people don't give themselves enough insight into why they do things. So you have to bring those things to their mind. You have to bring those things to light for them. Mm. And on that note, like, I don't think I've asked a lot of precise questions as of yet. So I do have one. Who do you look to who are the top five podcasters or what are the top five podcasts that you listen to and that you would recommend to other people to continue to gain insight on these cool. sorts of topics and these sorts of conversations? Yeah. Uh, awesome. 
Um, number one, I'd probably have to say um, Tom Tom by Lou, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. Uh, Impact Theory. Yeah, and, um, yeah, there you go. You got it. <laughs> um, but Impact Theory, that's something that really sparked for me where I gave it a chance one time and I was like, he's got all these incredible guests on the show. Let's just, let's just see what's going on. And he's had Dr. Joe Dispenza on the show. He's, he's one of his very first ones that really put him on the map was Tony Robbins who gave him the opportunity. Like, hey, let's do it. Why not? And it exploded. And now this guy created Quest Nutrition. He created all these incredible things. But he's got some powerful information right there. Um, I, I have that. dove into um, Eric Thomas's uh, podcast. Yeah. He's got a, a couple different ways of going about his podcast, but it's all just to teach you success. And right. he's got the blueprints. He's got everything you need into it. Um, the story is unreal. Right? Exactly. Um, Tony Robbins, obviously, I got to put him on the list just because, you know, I, th- I love his information. He just creates it in such a way where it's like, I didn't think of that. Like I should have, I should have dove into that. Um, let's see, who else do I listen to? Um, you know, I got to put my buddy Tyler Brondike, who I actually filmed with a couple times and yeah. his newest one on YouTube right now with me. Um, I saw that. Uh, you just put that up this morning, right? Exactly. Yeah. Living in abundance. And we actually got to go to, um, a bookstore in our area, Plainville, Massachusetts, which actually let us film there. Okay. And, he, we recorded and everything. It's, it's powerful. We dive into so many topics. Um, some of the stuff we actually talked about here today, but Tyler's got a podcast, Guys Like Us. And um, Tyler's a very faithful man. He's a Christian perspective. And, but he reaches out and he talks to some of the greatest authors that are in the world right now. And he just, he sh- he's been doing the podcast for probably about two years, three years now. Probably about the same time I started once a week. And, um, he just, he, Tyler's quote for quote, shoot your shot. And he just, <laughs> he's off on Instagram. Hey, you want to do this? And he's got John Eldridge. He's gotten some, the Mark Batterson, some great uh, pastors out there. And he, t- he just dives into it with them, whether they just released a book or something like that. So I got to give Tyler Bronda guys like us a podcast out there. Cause he does some incredible work. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. That's four. That's four. I know. I got to think of the last one. Um, let's see. Eric Thomas, Tom Ballou, Tony Robbins, Tyler. I'm trying to think of a fifth one I listen to that does more positive stuff. Honestly, I'm going to say yours, fifth one. I've been diving into yours since you reached out to me, and I really like your limitless theory. I like, I like these videos that you do. I like the podcast where you just kind of – you know, you find people, that's kind of like what I do, where you're trying to find someone that's making an impact that could impact other people's lives. And that I think is the name of the game. That's why I'm so glad that we were connecting to this video because I always love to tell everyone, and I believe it's so true. Everyone's got a gift here. Everyone's got a purpose here. And no one really gives it the opportunity to see like, Hey, I could do that. So that's kind of how once a week started. Cause it used to just be me for two straight years, probably two and a half straight years. And then I found someone and I was like, Hey, do you want to be on the show? And like, yeah, let's talk about it. Why not? And then I sat there and I was like, I want to find everyone. Let's find someone else that they could just be a soccer coach in, in my town or something, but they're making an immediate impact in someone's life. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Because if you're making an impact in someone's life, you can make an impact in other people's lives. If we can get your material out there. Yes. So 
you do the same thing, man. So I got to put you on that list, dude. I, I love your stuff. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, impact theory has, has been a major driving force in everything I've done since I would say my junior sophomore or junior year of college. Nice. So we're talking 2016 almost. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. To see how he's gone about things over the over the years is crazy um how things have changed uh relationship theory is a really good you know yep exactly yeah theory i listen to a lot of those guys and i've i've made connections with um you know some other people that have actually been on his show so nice cool things there um what else uh i'm surprised you haven't heard of or listened to or maybe you have uh jay shetty jay shetty, jay shetty he was on impact theory uh, okay um he is a guy that is want to say like 32 uh, okay. he's got millions and millions and millions of followers on all of his platforms he studied as a as a monk he was originally from the uk and then he went to thailand and was a monk for three years and then came back and ended up moving out to la i believe and i mean dude his story is absolutely insane and that's awesome he he has some really really good insight and perspective nice. um, so i i recommend you check that out um what else uh do you listen to joe rogan at all i do i've dove into joe rogan a couple of times yeah his stuff's awesome <laughs> yeah, dude, he's it's funny that you said you looking back at your first video one thing that got me to just start doing this podcast was i looked at his first ever video I was like, you know what? It's like episode 1200 and something. I was like, I wonder what episode one looked like. <laughs> How did this look back then? He ended up, start. he started his podcast in like 2001. He was one uh -huh. of the people to ever really start doing that. And it was literally him and some other, uh, his friend, like sitting there in front of a laptop or obviously they didn't have laptops, sorry. So uh, desktop. With uh -huh cameras on top and he's sitting there like his friends trying to do most of the technical stuff and he's just sitting in a chair and he's like what's up guys how's it going like what's up he's like oh dude someone just signed on from this place and that place and it was the most it's awesome like, unplanned thing ever <laughs> and then at one point he has uh he's trying to do like these special effects on the screens. He's got like bubbles coming up on the screen and like, that's awesome. <laughs> like some fire uh, effect going on the screen. He's like, oh, I'm burning. Like just being an absolute idiot. And I was like, all right, if this is where he started and this is where he is now, right. Why can't we do the same thing? Exactly. <laughs> why not just get started and practice? He yeah. He didn't even know if he was live. You know what I'm That's, saying? He yeah. had no idea of what was going on. That's and awesome. 
that really made me get into it. And dude, he has people from all walks of life, all sorts of different backgrounds and industries. And he has conversations with people about stuff that like nobody should even know about. Yeah. I I love diving into his stuff and the people he brings on. It's just really, really cool. That's awesome. (laughs) So I haven't listened to him as much lately, but he's definitely one I would, I would recommend people to. And then also uh, Gary V. Uh, yeah, Gary V. Gary V. <laughs> over my life. Uh, <laughs> his perspective, dude, he just has such good insight on how to apply all of these things that we're talking about to yeah. and empathy, giving, and uh, uh, jab, 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 uh, right hook. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those, all of those things are really cool. Um, yeah. Everybody's awesome. So then I, I want to end here kind of, if you have any questions for me, uh, is there, is there anything that you want to dive into or ask me? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I've been um, like I told you, I mentioned a couple of times, I love the limitless theory perspective. You know, like you said, you just saw, you watched Joe Rogan and you're like, you know, why can't I? And I love the question of why can't I? Because exactly, why can't you? And if someone can answer that, but with you specifically, what sparked your story? You said Joe Rogan, but what else kind of was like, you know what? I can do that. What kind of was the driving force behind all that? Um, In terms of the podcast specifically? Just okay. Let's take even. Let's take a step back with it. What sparked you to be able to change, change your life for the better? To put a goal out there and pursue it. So podcast or just you bettering your life because you do a whole lot more than a podcast because you're people. You're helping your clients in the gym. You're helping people understand nutrition. You're helping people understand the true potential. How? What's what got that going? So, like you said, there's a golden thread back through every. Mm-hmm in anything but I'll, I'll take it back to um i would say after my freshman year of college i i fell into this mode of uh one i, I decided to leave the school i was at I, I got out of a relationship that was bad for me mm-hmm. um, i began to really just open myself up to new things and funny enough actually one of my friends got me to smoke in college for the first time and Uh that was a spiritual thing for me like the effect of of marijuana right it Uh actually just opened my brain a little bit okay um and i was i never drank i never smoked i never did anything before college um so i ended up like i said smoking and, and it wasn't like I became anything crazy, but that just started to open my mind up a little bit and release that tension that I was holding on to. And I ended up just falling in line with motivational videos and and looking at that stuff. I fell in line and and found myself on Twitter, you know, finding all of these motivational quotes and and accounts. And I was like, that's awesome. I love that. I love that. And then I ended up getting introduced to uh, a product that helped my knee and behind the product was a whole company and the company 
was just full of people that were like, Hey, what are your dreams? What are yeah. your, where, are awesome. you, where do you want to be in five years? Cause we want to help you get there. Right. What, what books are you reading? Hey, do you have a dream board? Do you have a goal statement? And getting introduced to all of those people and hearing the story behind how the business was started how it was started in a garage and now it's a multi-billion dollar company that's all around the globe yeah and seeing those things all started to add together and tie in and I was going to school for athletic training so I was learning about the body from a physical standpoint and I was starting to get more in tune with my spiritual self. And then I started to learn nutrition through the company as well. Nice. So it all started to pile in on top of each other. And then I started to dive into, all right, what other people are doing this? Who, who is it that I can follow for, um, you know, advice and, and guidance? And who paved the way that I can, I can continue to learn from? And exactly all of those things have fallen through and played in a, a huge role in how I just started to, to take life on and approach every day. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. And like, oh, I love that. It's like, you know, you, you, like you said, you know, it's kind of what we talked about at the start of the video. You got the, you got the golden straight, you got the golden thread. You followed in line with the roadmaps, just as I did that the people we looked up to left behind. Because they left a roadmap. And we have to go about it our way with every decision we make. But they left a roadmap behind. So people watching this right now, if you've got something you look up to, if you look up to you know, us doing this video right now, we are leaving a roadmap behind to how to do it and to how to avoid the pitfall. Yeah. Like with me, when I started following Tony Robbins' footsteps, I said I, my goal, my prayer was to be like and better than Tony Robbins. And that's a big goal. But I said, I know, I know I can do it. Because he teaches, just as I try to teach people, he left a roadmap. He left how to do it. He left the trainings. He left the stuff to, behind him to continue to where he's going. So I'm like, all right, if we, I'm just going to go point A. Okay, he went to C. He didn't go to B. I got to go to C. I got to go here. But he fell off at F. All right, I got to skip F. I got to go to the next one. So it's like they left a roadmap behind, and you followed it, just as I did. And the coolest thing is I want people to take this, and if there's younger people watching this, we are leaving the roadmap behind for people to follow right now. Mm -hmm. With every video that we do, with every podcast that we do, with every opportunity that we just run at, we are leaving a roadmap behind to how to get there, to how to overcome it, to how to conquer it and get to the next level. And if people can really understand that their dream is attainable, their goal is obtainable, and their potential is there if they can act on it because it's limitless, right? And so if they can just understand that just as you're an example of it's there, it's there. And you just got to take that first step just as you did, just as I did. And just as hopefully the viewers do after this video. Dude, 110%. I think that's a, a great place to, uh, to <laughs> off here. Cause I, I, there's a more powerful <laughs> message that could be said. <laughs> there we so, go. To, you know, follow your roadmap. Where can, where can people find you, man? There we go. That's awesome. Um, so I'm on, I'm on Instagram at Billy Janaludis. You can find my YouTube channel on that. You can go on YouTube and find me once a week with Billy Janaludis. You can do it once a week with Billy. I know the last name's long guys. So just do Billy G. It's going to pop up for you <laughs> and, um, once a week with Billy G and then Billy G life coaching.com. I have videos on there. I got everything that I offer for life coaching. Um, if anyone is interested in being a client of mine, um, 
even like I'm in Massachusetts. If you're in the area, we can try and meet up. If you're not in the area or you're somewhere else in the world, I do offer video chats. I do offer phone call or just the entire support system. If you want to be a client from elsewhere, the option is there for you. And then if someone else is watching this right now, I do have on the website as well, motivational speaking opportunities. I do seminars. I do training seminars. I do motivational speaking for teams, businesses, um, groups in general. And I love teaching people the stuff that has helped me out, but the stuff that I've also impacted their clients with as well. So billyglifecoaching.com, Instagram, Billy Janalutis, once a week with Billy G, because you don't want to type the last name. And then, but yeah, those are the main points to find me at. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, guys, I think it's a great idea to go follow all of those things. Um, I know I subscribe to the YouTube channel. I think you guys should too, because once a week at what time? every sunday um i try and get it out there usually by four o'clock on a sunday but i can assure everyone that every single sunday there will be a video okay. there will <laughs> yeah uh, i'm the same way so like you guys know uh 3 30 every sunday is when i like to launch and premiere all of my stuff so uh you guys can watch two every sunday and then you don't have to you know you got everything planned for the sunday yeah. that dude pumped no. up the week. Yep. And uh, you're ready to go into the week and kill it. So uh, go check him out. Go follow him, subscribe him, turn on notifications, all of those things. You guys won't be disappointed. There's lots of good uh, takeaways, lots of good messages, and uh, good guests. And uh, I'm excited to hopefully be one of those guests. Uh, <laughs> Video's going on there. <laughs> so uh, stay on the lookout. And um, – uh, we'll keep you guys updated on that. And uh, thank you again. I want to appreciate you taking the time on a, on a Sunday to do this. Yeah, no problem. Last. I appreciate the opportunity. No, yeah. Anytime. <laughs> All right, guys. Take care. Have a good week. Just want to say thank you, guys. All the help, all the love, all the support is going a long way. A lot of big opportunities are coming my way as a result of you guys sharing and talking so highly about the content that we're putting out there on this platform. So thank you. Please continue to do that. Reviews, sharing, comments, likes, all of it helps. Thank you guys once again. Also looking to partner with the best of the best in the brands and services that are going on in these industries that I'm discussing here with guests and I believe we have some. So please go check them out and support them whenever possible. You will not be disappointed. As previously mentioned on the show, today's partner is BillyGLifeCoaching.com. Go check out Billy G and everything he has going on. You obviously got great insight to what that is and what he offers today on the show. But it goes much deeper, so go check out BillyGLifeCoaching.com. Next, y'all, we have the one and only Cannabacool. Cannabacool is saving my life right now. I am not joking. After a really, really, really tough seven-mile run yesterday, I'm having some meniscus issues, and I put Cannabacool on this morning, and immediate, immediate pain relief. It was absolutely insane. Uh, Cannabacool is a fast 
acting lidocaine, thymoquin, and hemp oil product. So you have lidocaine in there, which is great for cuts and scrapes. You have thymoquin in there, which is black cumin seed oil, one of the ultimate anti-inflammatories, hemp oil with CBD to really increase that ability to flush out all the cytokines and inflammatory markers in the blood, and aloe to actually help soothe the skin and make sure that any of those irritations and um, scrapes and cuts are going away quickly. So anything from insect bites to targeted pain relief, you can be sure that Cannabacool is right for you. It's a convenient roll-on. You can, you know, put it in your pocket, put it in a little pouch, put it in your backpack, carry it around wherever you want. Cannabacool is going to be found on shop.com backslash limitless theory. You can be sure to earn some cash back and get a quick 10% off when you use code 10 off MA 10 and all of the following is capitalized O F F M A 10 off NBA MA to get 10% off Cannabacool fast acting lidocaine hemp CBD roll on ointment that's going to help you get rid of cuts, scrapes, bruises, and itches. All right, people, check it out. And lastly, another great partner that actually helped me this weekend is. Orbitz, our partner store, Orbitz was able, well, it enabled me to buy a hotel room and rent a hotel room super last minute. I was able to get 7.7% back on my purchase of a little over $100 uh, for the one night hotel room stay up in Orlando so that I could do this amazing savage race and put myself in a boatload of pain, as you just heard. But if you are looking to maybe book a hotel or a car, a vacation, a cruise, whatever it may be, because it's getting cold up there in New England, and everyone wants to get away, and the holidays are coming up, be sure to book through Orbitz. All right, you can get 3% cash back. Now, Think about that. You may be spending $1,000 to take the family away. 3% of that back could be money that you guys get to spend while you are away. All right. So check out orbits.com. You'll get 3% cash back as a customer or 7.7% IBV back as an unfranchised owner. All right, peeps. Take care. Peace.